Hey there, thanks so much for joining me today. The title of my message is Take It, It's Yours. Words that Jesus spoke to me this morning to share with you. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you that you're preparing us to stand before you that day without spot or wrinkle, perfectly like you, knowing your principles and walking in your word. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Yes, Jesus, thank you for showing us truth. So in the Passion Translation, John 14, 21, those who love me are those who obey my commands. Whoever passionately loves me will passionately be loved by my Father, and I will passionately love him in return and will reveal myself to him. So today's the first day I read this in the Passion Translation, and I love the passionate part. And I always, always feel like God is saying, if you believe in me, you'll obey me. And so I like this passionate word, because if you passionately love him, you'll be passionately um, anxious to obey him because you love him. And when you obey him, um, that, that's when you get, that's when you get those promises. And he's saying, take it, it's yours. The promises are yours. Um, when I, my son was born with birth defect and, um, he was teaching me that the reason I hadn't received yet is because I hadn't obeyed. That he said, as you learn to live your life my, my way, you'll see your son healed. And so living our life his way is living in the word, walking in the word, doing his principles as calling those things to be not as though they were obeying him, what he says to you personally, loving, whatever the word says, and you do it, as we just read, you're passionately in love with him. If you love me, you'll obey me. If you passionately love him, if you care about him, you're going to respect him and honor him and do the word, and then take it. It's yours. If you abide in me and I abide in you... Ask what you will, and it'll be done for you. So um, some, some examples that I want to give you. I, I told you just recently I had a stroke, and Jesus said, if you quit coffee, I'll heal you. And I quit coffee. I haven't had coffee since. I guess I would say it's been about two months. And so there's a direction. There's faith action. Faith without action is dead, as we have been looking at that scripture a lot lately. So if he tells you to do something and you don't do it, then you don't have faith action. And your faith action proves that you are passionately in love with him, and it's your obedience. Um, there's so many things I, I wanted to share with you. I wrote them down. I had to... Um, Twice, I had to quit taking Advil. I injured myself. I was calling myself healed by his stripes. I was going, like, God, why isn't this happening? And he said, quit the Advil. And I quit the Advil. And I didn't have pain like I had before. When um, I had a shattered kneecap, he told me to run. And I ran. And on the way back, he touched me. 
and I was healed. I didn't write everything down here today, but um, when I had this food addiction, he said fast. So that was pretty hard, but I learned to trust him and receive from him. Take it, it's yours. My power is yours. What about the woman of the issue of blood? Your faith has made you well. She thought, if I can just touch his garment, I can be made well. And Jairus believed. He came and talked to Jesus. He said, my, my daughter, I know if you come with me, she can be made well. And while um, he was waiting for Jesus, because a woman with the issue of blood interrupted um, Someone from his house came and said, don't bother the master anymore. Your daughter's dead. Jesus turned to him and he said, only believe. And his daughter was made well. She was raised from the dead. So God is saying today, take it, it's yours. And the stipulation is, Obey him. Because when, when you obey him, you're living in his kingdom. You've received him. You're not rejecting him. But if you don't obey him, then really you're rejecting him. If you don't obey him, you have no respect for him. You're, you're um, not only disrespectful and not honoring him, you're not interested and by not being interested and in receiving a blessing from him like that, healing or otherwise, is not having really any interest in him. It's actually prideful, and you're just thinking, oh, I can do this. I don't need anyone's help. I don't, I don't need him. Everything's fine. But you know what? On that day, when this life is over, you're going to need him. And the reason he wants you to rely on him now is because he has your best interest in mind. He has your best interest in mind. And he wants to prepare you for eternal life. He wants you to be a part of his life. He wants you to do his work. He wants to equip you. He, he gifted you. You have a gift on the inside of you that'll make room for you. It'll provide for you. He wants you to learn how to walk in his kingdom right here and right now so that you can move right in to his kingdom. You'll already be ready. He wants you to know how to walk in supernatural power, his power in you. He wants you to do his work. It's not as well that one should perish. And so he's asking us to, to if, we, if we love him, we're going to obey him and, and do his work. Relieve his pain. He's heartbroken. He said he hasn't come yet because we're not ready. And he's long-suffering as he waits for us. And so learning how to receive from him so that you can give to others, so that you can show them the way to Jesus is a vital thing. 
And if you're just depending on yourself, you're not really a part of his, his kingdom. And you can't learn his principles, and you, and you can't make the way for him. You can't prepare the way for him because you're living in your own kingdom. You're living by your own opinion. Being dependent on yourself is separating yourself from God. You're rejecting him. And on that day, he's going to say, I didn't know you. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And many are going to say, but Lord, we did this in your name, we did that in your name. He's going to say, I didn't know you. You were self-willed. You did what you wanted to do. And many times people go to a church to fit their fancy, you know. It's what they want to hear. They don't want to get involved. They just put their time in. I've been here an hour. I'm going to go. And then think they're going to have eternal life. But it's nothing like that. When you obey Jesus, you get to know him. And he's a real person to you. And you fall in love with him and you want to do his will. You want to help him out. He's so sad right now. He's just in the middle of wanting to come. He, he actually said in his word, I wish I was, I was already there. I wish I could come now. can't remember exactly how he said it. But he's, he's frustrated. He told me he's frustrated. So many are suffering, yet many of those who think they're Christians aren't going to make it because they're being religious. They don't know him. They're just going through the motions of going to church, sitting on the bench, and then living their whole other life. Yesterday we talked about unchanged. They're unchanged. You, 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 you can't know Jesus and not be changed. When he comes and lives on the inside of you, and when you start obeying him, you're just going to fall in love with him because of all the good that he does for you. How wonderful he is to you. He's amazing. He's in love with you. And he doesn't want you depending on yourself. Just like you wouldn't want your five-year-old to depend on himself or herself. Because they're going to get themselves in trouble. Everything might seem all hunky-dory now. But what happens when you get sick? What happens when the enemy comes against you with something you can't handle? You're going to need Jesus. And you know what? Even if you run to him because you need him and, and you're desperate, praise the Lord, hallelujah, that's, that's amazing. But if it doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, or even if it doesn't, you still don't turn to him. You have from now until that day that you stand before him. We're in a time of grace. And if you have ignored him, he doesn't want to say, I didn't know you, but he'll have to. Verse 22, but Lord, I did this and I did that. You know, it's such a sad thing when I even do street ministry and I hear people say, um, I'm ready. I don't have to do anything. They don't even have any idea that they're not ready or they have to get ready or they need to be a part of his life and preparing the way for him. Jesus said, if you love me, if you believe me, they're going to do what I was doing. 
and even greater things. That's part of your obedience is to do that greater thing. Whatever he tells you to do it, whatever it is, is your faith action to say, I love you. I care about you. I care that you're suffering. You're suffering for all those who are suffering. He feels their pain. He said to me one day, he said, I was writing, and I believe I was writing about Isaiah. By his stripes you were healed. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. And he said, I hurt that you hurt, so I hurt for you. That's why he did that, because he, he hurt. You know, when your kids hurt, you hurt. And all these children that are suffering, everybody that's suffering, he hurts. It hurts him. It wounds him. And he's desperate to come. Pretty sure that's how he said it. I wish I already have come. But the father makes the final decision. Jesus said he's at the door. And when the father says go, he's going to go. And then it's going to be too late for us who wouldn't listen. Because you're going to stand before him. And if you didn't know him, if you didn't obey him, you didn't know him. If you don't obey him, you don't hear him, you don't know him. And then it will be too late. I believe I said this yesterday. God said, many of my children think they're going to move in with me someday. But right here and right now, they don't, they don't know me. They don't, or they don't agree with me. They don't have time for me. They don't acknowledge me. Still, they think they want to move in with me someday. Why would you move in with someone you don't know? You wouldn't do that. Most of us wouldn't do that. I wouldn't move in with somebody I didn't know. And if you're against him, why should he allow you to move in with him? Or if you don't have time for him? If you won't acknowledge him, then really on that day, what are you saying? I need you now. I don't want to go there. I want to go with you. Well, it's too late. It may be too late. We're in a season of grace. It's time to get it together. Jesus is ready to come sooner than we think. So, Revelation 3.20, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart, and if you would heed his voice, he'd come and live on the inside of you. If you would obey him, right back to that, if you obey him, he'd come and live on the inside of you. So if that's you, if you, you want to commit to him, then I'll pray with you. Let's do that. Jesus, we commit to you. We want to heed your voice. We're asking you to come and live on the inside of us. Thank you. Give him praise and glory. Get to know him. If, if that was the first time you said that prayer, or even if you recommitted, look at the word, get to know him, hear his voice, obey him, grow up and be a part of his life. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. He is his word. So that's why you look at the word. It's not just a religious duty. It's not a religious duty to go sit on the bench every Sunday. Hopefully you're going there to learn about Jesus. 
And when you know him for yourself, when he's living on the inside of you, you can discern a false prophet. And so you don't want to go to a church where they're not teaching you the truth, where they're only teaching you what you want to hear. You, you can't blame it on that person that day when you stand before him and say, but Lord, this is what my pastor said, and I believed him. Not everyone's true. You got to find that out for yourself. This is something you have to do for yourself. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.